no, it's a ghost. Getting scary and dark outside this season. Uh, Watch out, there's something behind you. No. Right, no. You're coming back to life as a zombie for our best episode yet. The nerd shit that's, in the that's right. dark <laughs> Halloween special. It's a great zombie impression. I'm a zombie now. <laughs> I'm a zombie guy. Zombie Braden for the whole episode. Yeah. Zombie Braden. Zombie Braden. Zomb Brad. What a, what, a, what, a, what a development. What a development. Uh, welcome, shitters. As welcome. you As you've heard. We are doing the Halloween special of Nerd Shit in the Dark this, this uh, week. This spooky, this spooky season of October. Yeah, and uh, tell them about what's going on this episode, Braden. So this episode, we have, first off, two special guest stars. Well, three special guest stars if we want to include Miranda, but she's... Yeah, Manager the, Miranda Manager is Miranda on the is, show today. Yeah. Yes, officially. She's, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It has, yeah. So everyone knows knows and loves Miranda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But let's um, let's have our 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 two new guests introduce themselves. Yeah. Go ahead, guys. Oh, it's it's us. We're <laughs> it's Spooky Sam. We're doing we're doing the spooky thing. It's spooky Sam. So it's Spooky Sam and uh, Killer. Kill- it's Killer Kai over here. <laughs> Killer Kai. Oh. I'm so delighted to be invited. I'm, I'm to this. Spooky podcast that you have I'm, here. I'm very yeah. tickled to be watching you guys just do your thing, like in real time. It is kind yeah. of fun. Yeah, there's a yep. certain there's magic a whole to performance it. Element going on. If you, the viewers could see what just happened, I think that they'd be a little spooked. <laughs> <laughs> I know I am. Uh, yeah, Ray I got... actually came back from the dead. It was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, uh... it didn't sound like what was actually happening, but <laughs> <laughs> I pissed my pants. The pants are wet. Yeah, I see it. I didn't I bring was a, wondering I didn't what bring that pissing sound effect here. So. <laughs> that's that's cool. That's cool. It really gets uh, us. Yeah. Thanks thing. for inviting us on. I'm excited to be watching some scary movies with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that is that that is the plan. So for today's episode, for everyone just jumping in, we have picked out four uh, horror quattro <laughs> horror <laughs> movies um, of all different kind of genres that we are going to be watching live on the show um, and then reviewing as we finish them up. So you'll get our immediate reaction to each move yeah raw and uncut mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so well, we're not watching either of those no <laughs> uh i would like to say that horror movies are kind of like my star wars okay and, uh sometimes you guys are doing things that i can't quite follow but here i feel like i your... follow and it follows Ooh, Ooh. very good this yeah. is very Segway much your forte for you. should we announce what we're what movies we're doing yeah up, you up actually front, then? i forget what they are i know the one but yeah it's um uh, i don't remember the order we picked but it follows it follows is that the starter or i think it, should it go second we're trying it to follows. cover a couple <laughs> different uh sub genres yeah. within the genre which i think <laughs> is important i think we're doing it follows fright night which is like an 80s kind of corny uh practical effects movie mm-hmm. we're doing tucker and dale versus evil modern day comedy horror classic mm-hmm. and then we're ending it hopefully after the sun goes down with terrifier which i've terrifier. never even heard of i've never heard of that you've never heard of it no sounds sam texted me this terrifying. week about it and i was like he seems pretty adamant this, about guy, it. this is gonna be a great intro for you guys then cool <laughs> he's gonna be your modern day freddy krueger i swear Ooh. 50 years from now you're still gonna be talking about oh okay yeah, I, that's the thing i don't know i haven't even watched a trailer i don't know Already and got this things. Is bumps. This is best. Go in blind. I like going in blind. I yeah. do like this going in blind. I feel that way about 
at least two of the the four because I don't know much about it follows either. Yeah. I've seen the remake of Fright Night, but I've never seen the real one. I've never seen Fright Night. I've never seen Terrifier. For the uh, viewing audience at home, Jace just pointed to our Fright Night poster, which is so uh, graciously displayed above our television oh, yeah. set. That's true. We got a um, nice... Yeah. We have quite an, a, col- a collection yeah. of horror memorabilia. Yeah, it's all horror themed. You guys have this, this kind of decked out for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If we hadn't got a, gotten a call, I would have been a bit offended. <laughs> yeah. I'd, yeah. I was. I had been planning for a while, because we have been planning this episode for about a month now, and yeah. what we were going to do for it. And, just, we should get guests involved. This was yeah. We needed more people for, for a movie marathon. Like needs a guest needs. You need and good guest flattered. stars. Otherwise, it's just the three of us sitting in a room watching. Right, movies, which is one, fine. No, it's just the five of us, <laughs> and it's just gonna be just the chillest, the chillest, just the day. chillest time. So. so, what's new in your nerd life? Yeah, we'll, we'll get yeah. into to new nerd <laughs> shit then. Um, that was a great segue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We probably should get moving along. Um, Braden, I, I like when you start with yours. Yeah. So, so um, I've actually been looking forward to new nerd shit for a while because there's. I, I have, a, you know, a variety of new nerd shit stuff I've been, you know, focusing on. But the main new nerd shit, which is the one I'm going to talk about, is the one that I've, like, it's like a new series I've fallen in love with. And by series, I mean manga. Um, but have we ever heard of the manga called Kingdom? Kingdom. I'm in the dark to, on this one. I'd have yeah. to look. It sounds familiar. Sell us on it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's like. I'm going to Google it. It's almost like, like, I guess thematically wise like dark one piece where uh, like the main character's goal so it takes place in um like the warring states period which was like around 400 bc in china and the main character wants to become a great general of the heavens he's like a slave boy but he wants to join the army and like work his way up and become like a great general so it's kind of like rags to riches story yeah it's kind of like a like one piece in that sense where like the character has this big dream he's like there's like a slow progression towards that dream where he like gets more and more you know higher ranked but it's really good um it's very like it's very gory in a sense like it doesn't shy away from it's all about like the horrors of war pretty much because during this warring states period in china there are six different states within china that are all fighting for supremacy and so there's just constant wars and land grabs and like you know battles after battles you know town sackings all of that so the main character teams up with the king of uh kin which is one of the the six states and the king's dream is to unite all of china under one banner and end the warring states period which would like you know stop at least see things stop warfare and stop like all the suffering. Is this like um, also historically accurate as well? Like it uses like real historical events. Yes. Cool. So that I like that in manga. So yeah, it's like Vinland Saga. I didn't like it's yeah it's it's very sim. It's like Vinland Saga and One Piece morphed together, but this is like more so what I wanted Vinland Saga to be like because you know in Vinland Saga there's kind of like a change after the first through, yeah, where yeah, it's yeah. Not, it's not really like a. A battle thing like anymore. a battle thing anymore it's like a character drip which is fine it's still good yeah but like this one they're not looking for peace anymore right this one fully commits to the idea of like we need to to unite the realms through warfare pretty much and i need to become a general and that's not to say that they don't like reflect on war or like what they're doing and like because they're they go full in on like showing atrocities and you know murder slaughter you know ma- massacres just like today's theme Right, <laughs> right. Um, and so it's very dark in that sense, but it still has like that shonen manga energy kind of, and like it's regular battles, 
but like the characters are like anime characters you know where like they can blow a bunch of people away with one hit or they can you know be really fast is there an anime or is it or is it just manga i it, so there's you've been reading it there's nearly 800 chapters i so, just saw that there's almost 70 volumes yeah so i don't know if there's actually an anime i haven't seen references to an anime anymore but i have i honestly just been focused, wild. focused on reading it yeah uh, so i haven't really been looking into that but yeah it, it took me a, a like I knew it was like based off of real historical events, but it took me a while to even realize that like the main character is also a historical character because you don't actually find out who he is because he's a slave, so he doesn't have like a family name until later. Um, but once he gets his family name, I looked him up and he was like a real general during this time. Now obviously there's a lot of embellishments and stuff that they changed. Right, it's it, old enough that you could right like, to make events. it anime like. But he is the main character is based off of. A real general during this this period. How far of it have you gotten in? I'm over 700 chapters. In. Wow, you're almost caught I've, up. Yeah, I started, is it finished or is it? No, it's still it's still ongoing. Don't they always these things? Yeah, but like it's really it's cool forever. because so it's like in one piece. It, it it like follows you know the story over time. So we start off with the main character. He's like 13 years old, and currently where I'm at, he's like 25 or something. But like you see, like each year his progression and like it's a big deal whenever he goes up in rank because he gets more men, men under his control and you, he gets like special units and stuff that are under his control and like you know characters through his army and stuff that you get to meet so it's a really cool progression and like i said it it, it doesn't shy away from showing you know the horrors of warfare it doesn't glorify war or anything like that but it does try and show their motivations of like the reason why they're kind of going all in on this war is because this period of time in china the warring states period has been ongoing for 500 years at this point and so they're like yeah we need to and just... i thought afghanistan went on for a while right right so they're like we need to to you know dominate them through military might and finally unite the the six kingdoms under one rule to stop all this what are you reading it on uh just online is it it's not like shown in jump or anything like, like no look... there's a bunch of uh websites just dedicated to displaying chapters from it so i might have to look into this it sounds kind of cool you, should, uh, you would you would enjoy it it's fair and like the artwork is beautiful like people regularly get cut in half or like you know heads bashed in or fingers sliced off like nice i'm so excited for these movies yeah you're only making yeah well like it's cool because it's like you know regular historical events but it's just anime animeized animeized where you know there's these big generals that are like like we'll just carry like a huge mace and like smash through a whole line of guys i dig that yeah just like roni kenshin's just like uh uh bin saga yeah so highly recommend it like i said it's one of my new favorite series. I've been Binging reading it, it nonstop. When like, did you start it? Just in like between the a couple weeks ago, and so I'm 700 chapters in. So that's I've, pretty impressive. I've been reading a lot a of lot. chapters in yeah. a row, and that's another thing is like regular 16 page chapter. Yeah, regular 16 page chapter. Very clean artwork. Very well done. Like it takes us a, a second to get used to the art style, but it's it's very well done. Very well. Like you can tell everything that's going on in the action which I like you, that you can't all the time in other series one piece specifically. one piece specifically um so that's cool and uh every arc that i've gone through is not missed so far like you know how, like one piece has low arcs or like oh yeah like that, like so far every dips. arc has been like yeah this is this was a Pretty good arc. yeah does it go like up yeah or, okay 
yeah as he as he I rises in, in the, the ranks story. like the the uh battles get bigger the, the yeah so kingdom kingdom yeah yeah that i don't know you will can i piggyback off that yes absolutely before you guys get into your nerd shit we're going next so well i want to discuss um just a, a similar manga series i've been reading uh for a short while now it's only 13 books much much shorter uh it's called dungeon meshi Ooh. Or the English translation is "Delicious in Dungeon." It's about a, <laughs> it's about a party of adventurers who go down into a dungeon to get the treasure, or whatever. And the whole concept is to keep themselves healthy and to survive on uh, low money and low rations. They learn to uh, eat and prepare the environments and the creatures that they find in the dungeon. Uh, from like walking mushrooms to killing eventually a giant dragon and making dragon bone soup. And it's just really, really cool the way they do but it. Do you have physical copies of this? You've shown I me do. these. You've shown me these before. This sounds very familiar. Yeah. I remember when you got, I think, the first couple of them. Broke they a eat couple monsters, of them. which is uh, also it's on, also on kind of on par for Halloween. I'm going to pass nice. this around so yeah. the class can see. So it's, it's like Dungeon it's Meshy. Dungeon Meshy. Is it's very D and D inspired. Um, they do the little presentation of the meals at each uh, end of each chapter too, where it's like, this is what they made, this is what they used, this is the stat bonuses it yeah. gives you. That's, that's <laughs> so it's quality like a food book. manga based off of based a dungeon off of manga. A, exactly, a dungeon crawling, and it's that's only cool. thirteen books. I just ordered the last three off Amazon because the final book. Uh, final book was just released um, and they are making an anime uh, I don't know if there's a slated release date but um, it's very cute but also tackles themes of uh, using your surroundings to your benefit and keeping your environment healthy and you know being somebody who doesn't over exploit uh, the resources available yeah. to you either so that's such a cool thing to make a story about and Miranda just said that our work is kind of like mental up very yeah very much like that um so super cute and funny too like the main <laughs> character is so excited to eat these monsters like he has a weird fascination with them like he's excited to eat the squid tentacles it's stuff. like he's cataloging it as he goes he's like, oh, wow. he's like I, I wonder what this tastes yeah like. so is he like a chef is he he's yeah he's a knight yeah he's a knight with a really special interest. really he's special a interest yeah. in monsters yeah <laughs> like the most wholesome way possible it's it's super cute. So yeah, that's that's nice. my that's my, good, my that... mini nerd shit for yeah. you. Um, I would highly recommend anybody pick up Dungeon Meshi wherever you can find it. I'm sure you can read it online. It's a good quality book. I like yeah, the I'm feel definitely gonna the, look into that. I don't know itself. if you want me to lend them to you. Yeah, I can get them at the Barnes and Noble just for just for reference. One of my favorite places to shop, Barnes and Nobles. On true. By. You take me there all the time. I take you there all the time. Allegedly. One time we went in two in one day. Yeah, two <laughs> different Barnes and Nobles in the same day. It was a great. Are they day. different? They are. They are different. Yeah, the State different. College one has better books. The the Altoona one has better toys. The collectible section. You always yeah, get yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> and the books are about the same. Honestly, the book sections are probably the same, and the Altoona one just has better toys to look at. I wanted to look at toys. Um, <laughs> So that's it. Uh, so that's cool. Is that your new nurture, or was that just something you wanted to throw that's in? That's just what I wanted to bring. And I, I, I only bring it up because I just ordered the final three books off Amazon. They just released the 13th book, which is the final one. Oh, wow. So um, it's Haven't gotten a chance to new. read it yet. But yeah, it's... And like I said, there's an anime coming out. So I it's, you know, I haven't uh, picked it up for play, 
the past month, but uh, I yeah, I would recommend it to anybody. It was like a year ago when you first showed me that you bought those, so I, I'm glad I would you, recommend you know, it to anybody. You got so yeah. into it, you kept. I just bought the last three, <laughs> and it's an easy one to to kind of go through, you know, in a in a short amount of time. Yeah, I like I'll some that are, that are that shorter. Yeah, um, cool. So, do you want to do any new nerd shit? Kai, do you want to do any um, new nerd shit? I don't really have any new nerd shit myself, but I'm hearing really good reviews for the new Saw movie. Ooh. Are you guys Saw fans at all? I've I've only seen um, a couple of them. I know, they're all bad. They're Those all- are the ones <laughs> that spook me out. Notoriously. I'm not like scared of them, but like I am always just like- Grossed out. What, what are they gonna do? What yeah. are they gonna do to this person? Then I don't wanna see it. Boy. Yeah. I saw the one with the pig. Like there was like a pig Yeah, that's an ongoing thing. Okay, so it he's, happens a lot. The big thing with this new one, I think, is that Jigsaw himself, while he's trying to cure his cancer, is now the victim of a scam because he goes against people who are like being- um, he has his own weird moral code. He has a weird moral code, but then he gets scammed by somebody who says they can cure his cancer, so now he's the victim. So now he's mm. your protagonist. And I heard it's really good. What a fun twist. That's an yeah. interesting take, yeah. After 10 movies of absolutely nothing happening. Well, at this <laughs> point, he's so competent, I'm just going to root for this for, for him anyways. He's got to know what he's doing at this point, yeah. right? <laughs> Jeez. He keeps getting I, away with it. You have yeah. 10 movies, you got to know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or how, what, what's this one called? Uh, Saw X, Saw 10. Oh, okay, so it is Saw, Saw X. X. milking it. Gotcha. <laughs> I mean, yeah, fuck. He hasn't been lost in New York, though, so we that's might get true. an 11 <laughs> for that. Torturing people on the streets. And then in space, maybe. Ooh, I mean, that's what the Fast and Furious I'm out these that. ideas, you know. Yeah, get the, no, that's my... the producers on the on the phone. When did that come out? That's that's relatively that's new. That's still out, I think. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to recommend we go see a movie for this, too, but then I was like, we'll just stay at home. This is chill. I like this. These movies will be better than anything anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so um, for my new, for our new nerd shit, kind of. So, um, so on the filler episode, I talked about Castlevania Nocturne, um, which I, and I started playing Symphony of the Night. And uh, so kind of piggybacking off of that, Miranda and I started the original Castlevania again. Because Hell yes. I, I had said how I, me and Braden had watched the first season of the first series, and we were on mushrooms. And it sets it up so. So it's kind of like a fever it? dream. It just sets you up for um, this awesome thing that it's going to hopefully deliver on. Yeah, because <laughs> I really like Nocturne. We watched the, that, and I liked it quite a bit. As mm-hmm. a new, one. I wasn't aware that was actually out. It came so. out. Yeah, um, yeah. It's got eight eight yeah. episodes, and we watched it um, last week. But um, I so we decided to go back and watch Castlevania, the original series. And along with that, I finished Symphony of Night, the game, and I have now played through Aria of Sorrow, and I'm currently playing and finishing through Dawn of Sorrow. So I'm going to talk about kind of all that stuff at once. Um, so to talk about, let's talk about uh, <laughs> the, the, the anime first, because that's something we can both talk about. The video game I'm strictly playing, but um, well, um, things I like a lot about the original series. Um, well, you said it. I'll, I'll let you take over. Where you, did you, you finish it? Just, did you finish the whole series? <laughs> Just the first two seasons. Oh, okay. So we have to watch three and four. Still. Yeah, there are yeah. Whole I know. two more. I know. Yeah. We, we, okay. I wanted to get through all of it before today, but we, well, we I'm, just lost I, time. If I'm remembering right, the second season, I don't know where it ends off at. but They, they had just killed spoilers. Yes. <laughs> they they had spoilers. killed Dracula. Yeah, okay. And then like- uh, For the other, first time. Other pieces are being right. set, set up. <laughs> Okay, I wasn't That's sure. what everyone says. <laughs> um, the vampire coven is especially cool to me in that season with the Nordic vampire, like Godbrand. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Just how much I hate God Brandon. Oh, yeah, he's I'm so a, he's glad a he died. <laughs> he dies pretty. He, dri- he dies pretty quick too. I was worried. Yeah. I was like, this guy gonna be around a while. He's a bitch, and but that, I love uh, all their different personality types. That ex-slave dude just fucking wrecks something. <laughs> like, oh, thank Christ that guy died. Isaac. Isaac. Oh yeah, yeah everybody's Isaac. voiced really well. The one difference that I think I've noticed about um between Nocturne because a lot of people are like shitting on uh, Nocturne. For... Who is the main character in Nocturne? Like, well, who's it about? Richter. Richter uh, Belmont. And we haven't seen Richter at all. This is completely he, He's separate. like a main guy in like the video games, but he's not. It's a separate. This is this the no- like Nocturne took place 300 years later. Okay. Um, so that's why like I I had I, I googled. I was like, do I need to watch all of the old Castlevania to understand the new but, but it's but now we're going. Should. But you should, but you because should. there is a tie into it at the very end of the first. The season, action for sequences sure. alone are um, so, dude. Cool. The the action scene. The, okay, that's so Castlevania. The original stuff. Powers, like, they're so fun. I will say though, I love the gruesome goriness. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> know, like the, like the, the, the town strung up with intestines. They don't shy away from it. <laughs> the old all. series is definitely more. Graphic. Way more like graphic. they tone it, but I will say this, and I said this on the last episode when when I was talking about Nocturne. I um I think the animation is when the action scenes take place are way better in Nocturne. Like they definitely up really? the budget and like and, and you saw Guardians three, yeah. You know the action scene at the end with like all the Guardians Bad, fighting like that one scene. Yeah, fake, fake. And it just looks take. fucking awesome. It's, it's not a one take, but, but they it make is. it look like a one yeah. take. Yeah. yeah, all of Castlevania Nocturne's fight scenes look. Like like that and just awesome and it's well cool. put together. So like that's where it's winning. Which I thought the fight scenes in the original Castlevania were and they do a strong. They suit do still look good, but you can tell like n- I watched There's that one Wasn't first. Wasn't there like, like a giant yeah, difference between like season one and season two when they knew it was going to be a show? Didn't the quality up? Uh, d- I would say probably. There's only four episodes in there, maybe even right. six. I know it was a little in the in the first season. Yeah. There was like four yeah. episodes. But By season four, you're getting really there is more slow and steady and character time that you have with um with the first series where like because the first eight episodes of the new series it did seem like it was like boom 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 you know episodes flew it it, this one the original series i like that it's a little slower you're getting to know the characters i love that it is focused on character dynamic is still the character (laughs) dynamic is fun but i love that that it focuses on on the villains more i think that when brayden and i first watched the first season i i really loved the first episode it was just like Here's your whole episode on why Dracula is the bad guy. And, like they, and like the whole show just continues to be like showing the motivation. Eighty percent is ba- of, what the bad yeah. guys are up to. Yeah, and then like twenty percent goes to like what Alucard and, and uh, the Trevor trouble. are. Up. Yeah, <laughs> what, what they're <laughs> doing for real though. They're so cute. So that was fun. I do think like it's a show that maybe like because we binged it. Like I don't really buy into Trevor and. What's the girl's name? The steer? Yeah, Saifa. Saifa. I, I don't really buy into their romance already. Like, the show wants me to buy I mean, into that did romance you guys, already. You our figurines up top, and right? I, 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 I did. I saw Trevor. Yeah. yeah. So you're big fans. Um, and I'm I, I'm becoming a big fan. We are going to clear the, the final two seasons probably this week. It's just so worth it. Because um, so I've heard that it only gets better. Alucard can only get sadder, you know? Mm-hmm. Sad yeah, boy. I mean, we, we, we're, we're, where we're at, Alucard is, um, yeah, he, yeah, that's how the episode ends is him just sitting in his chair crying because he just killed his dad. Um, apparently for the first time. We all go what through it. 
<laughs> what Everyone a fun little battle pain. scene that was too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Dracula the, the just they be like, all three had to team up <laughs> to just like get all up in his face. Because and... you're wait, they're in a fucking library the whole second season. That's another yeah. thing I didn't like. I was like, man, they're just in this one. Well, it's the spot whole lead up. Lead, the whole you know, time. They have to escape from the basement. Yeah. Fight their way to the surface. And then fight their way through Dracula's castle. But that's two episodes. Well, that's not happening. So Isn't that awesome. very much and like the video game that they're the trying to make song. it like? Which yeah. I'm gonna yeah. get to. Right. Thank um, you. Thank you for reigniting just exactly how much I fucking love. You should watch TV the new show. one. I, I think you'll I like the new one. It's, it's eight to. quick episodes. And like, do you know a lot about like the video game lore? Never played the video. Games. Only so, so much. So that's the thing. I saw a lot of people bitching that were like real big fan because apparently there's there's a character in Nocturne. I'm repeating myself, but who is. They made her black, and she's not black in the original series. And a lot Get of people, over it. yeah, exactly. So like that didn't matter to me. The things like that don't didn't bother me. Now the video games that I played. So I played Symphony of the Night, which I talked about in the in the filler episode. But it's it's known as like the most popular, like best of the Castlevania games. It came out on PlayStation One in 1997 or eight. Three D, um, not 3D side scroll. They're, they're mostly Metroidvania style side scroller game. Um, I liked it. I had a good time. It took me about a week to play it. Um, I had a blast. Uh, it was fun. It was challenging. But I, I really want to talk about the Aria of Sorrow and Dawn of Sorrow games because I find those to be kind of like spiritual successors to Symphony of the Night kind of because it really improved upon everything they set up in that one. So in Symphony of the Night, you play as Alucard. Usually in Castlevania games, up to that point, you played as a Belma, a guy with a whip, and you just ran through the castles and solved your way through, yada, yada, yada. Symphony of the Night lets you play as Alucard, so you're a vampire, so you can like gain abilities, mm-hmm. do spells, you know, in- in- equip stuff. It was, I feel like it's one of the earliest types of like RPG style type of side scrollers like that, because like you had to equip something into your right hand, equip something into your left hand, set your you know, helmet, your pants. If you wanted to use a potion, you had to set a potion in your one hand to use it, <laughs> which I did not like that feature. They got rid of that in Arya Sorrow. <laughs> Arya Sorrow is a Game Boy Advance game. So I bought it for the Switch. There's a whole advanced collection. And I fucking love this game. And I, I beat it in a day. Like, I started it one day and just fucking played it nonstop. And it's it's the functions are really cool because it keeps that, like, RPG styles type of, um, like, you set equipment on yourself. But you don't, you can just hit potions. You don't have to fucking equip into your hands. But one quality of, the, of life changes. Yes. And, and you play as a character. His name is Soma. The game takes place in 2035, and what Soma is, the reincarnation, he doesn't know it at the beginning of the game, of Dracula. So he also has the ability. You kill demons, and you'll, like, get their ability. Kind of like Mega Man, and you can stash them onto yourselves. Like, there's, like, abilities that you use your up A with, where, like, you can grow a manticore tail, and that tail will attack the bad guys, or, like, throw swords or something. And then, like, you have, like, you I beat this rock guy, and, like, his ability was, like, up your strength. Defensive. Yeah, and you had three sections to do those different kinds. And I just really love that, because it gives you this... And there's a lot of abilities, so you can play the game just multiple different ways, equipping, like different... classing yourself a different yes, way. Yes, yes, throughout the whole thing. And like I said, it's Metroidvania, so like you go so far, you're constantly going back and forth to your map to see like where did I go that I couldn't get through before, but now that I have this new ability, I can go and are and any get of these Castlevania that. games known for having multiple endings? Yes, they are, dude. That was the thing with Aria <laughs> Sorrow that I had to actually look into because like, and same with Simply the Night. Like I beat it. And it was like, I killed Richter. And I was like, that's a really weird ending. Like credits rolled. 
And then I looked into it. And it was like, oh no, you have to like go to the reverse castle and do like a whole half the of the game, <laughs> right? And like then Arya Star had the same thing, and then you had to have a certain set of like abilities when you beat the final boss to go to the three extra bosses the to final, get final boss the final final bosses holy shit and uh like i probably only it's a game boy Advance game it's about eight hours but it's so fun just like going back and forth and you're constantly pulling up your map and and yada 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 so now i'm playing dawn of sorrows the sequel i always love a good sequel that like really improves upon like the predecessor like some games you'll get a sequel and it's a, the same game or they added like one or two extra functions yeah I like the shit that they... It's like Ori. Have you ever played Ori? Ori uh, Will yeah. of the something? That's the sequel, Will of the Wisps, okay. which I think is the... Per it did the same thing. Like First game's Blind Forest, I think. Yes, yeah. yes. And that game's awesome, but like the things they added to the sequel were just so fucking awesome, and like it improved it. And that's what I feel like Donasar did. I got this fucking game when I was in the eighth grade, and I beat it then. <laughs> I didn't know anything about Castlevania, and now I'm like replaying it with the... I didn't play the Aria Sorrow, so I never played the pre mm -hmm. to it. Really awesome. Uh, I have only one complaint about it, but I'll get to that at the end. But like, so the graphics are better. It's on the DS instead of the Game Boy Band. So that seeing all those like character models, just a little crisper looking of all the enemies. Another thing, the enemies and the and the castle designs in these games, fucking awesome. What a good time. <laughs> um, but like one of the features they added was like in the original one, you just had that one set that you could have of abilities. It allows you to hit the X button to like have another set. So like you don't have to constantly go into your menu to like fuck around. Little shit. Another thing that I love. Oh my god, the D. So like the thing I hated about Symphony of the Night and Aria. Sorry, was I was constantly going to my map constantly because they wouldn't bring up a. There was no little map on the side mm -hmm. like most games. So you're constantly going back and forth with the map. The DS with its dual screen on the on the top screen is your map constantly, oh, and I was what? just like, thank fucking. Christ, I hate how much time I waste going back and forth between the map. The like great feature on the DS, great feature. Um, yeah, Castlevanias are fucking fun. I've played three in about a week and a half. I didn't know they were that short of games. Um, yeah, they're not super long. Like they can be difficult, right? I just... like Symphony of the Night took me about twelve hours, hours wise. Yeah, I like I said, RSR, I binged it, but I beat it in a day. <laughs> Donosaurus, I've been playing for a couple days now. The only feature I don't like about Donna Sorrows is another DS thing. So every time you, they, they added this function where you draw like symbols. Like if you want to open a gate, you you unlock a magic symbol and you draw uh -huh. the symbol, whatever. But you also get certain bosses that when you beat them, you have to draw the symbol. And if you don't draw it right, or if it, the game thinks you didn't draw it right, it smashes and you have to fight the boss even longer and the bosses are not easy bosses so like just this morning I, I drew this thing and I fucked it up like five times and I was like how many times do I gotta keep I don't have enough potions I'm gonna fucking die and it's just like this if is I how beat a boss I wanna beat it yeah I don't wanna draw a fucking pentagram correctly on my fucking ten year old DS to hope to oh. god that it works so I don't like that but other than that it's it's I think so far, I'm liking it more than. Did than you say Aria you Sorrow. bought that on a an advanced collection on so, Switch? Do yeah, they on, have the it on Switch. Like, the e store. Yes, it's only twenty bucks, and it has all the Game Boy Advance ones. And Aria Sorrow is one of them, but there's two other ones that you play as a Belmont. I think there's only a couple where you actually play as like a vampire. vampire all right. Like. Well, I know what I'm doing with my next. Do it, man. It's, <laughs> I'm, 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 they're they're several. fun bugging games, and like I, now I'm like inspired to keep playing more Castlevania games. Yeah. yeah. I've never played a Castlevania game. They're fun. I can't believe there's so many. There's a fuck. Yeah. I mean, they've been coming out since the Nintendo. Like the first yeah. ones on. Nintendo. Well, I remember when we were first gonna watch the series. 
and you're like, oh, you want to watch Castlevania? And yeah, and I'm like, yeah, what's what's that? <laughs> and you're like, you mean you've never played any of the games? And I was like, there's games. <laughs> <laughs> Raptors yeah. in Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Oh was, god, was, and it was, I'm not even a big fan of Castlevania. I mean, I'm not like the hugest, but I remember I rode my bike from my house to Walmart to get Dawn of Sorrows for my DS when I was in like the eighth grade. So there was something in the Nintendo Power magazine. That's a that hell was of like, a hike, by the way. It, yeah, it's really crazy. Crazy. Yeah. That's a hell of a it hike. It sure fucking was, man. <laughs> and, uh, it's funny because on the save file, you, you like wrote your name for the, the save and I made my name Soma. I'm like, oh, 13-year-old me <laughs> wrote Soma. Badass. All right, yeah. <laughs> I wrote Sea Dog. I'm a changed man. More mature. I'm an adult. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the name of the profile, not the name of the character. <laughs> it's just the name of Corey Feldman's Instagram. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's allegedly. That's my new nerd shit. Um, I could probably go into those games a lot more. You can make a whole episode about Castlevania with how much energy you were displaying. <laughs> yeah. Just now. Yeah. I, that's the thing. I'm saying. Happy I, I gotta take notes. I gotta take notes. Happy Halloween. Yeah. Um, should we should we get into the movie watching segment? If there's anything else that anybody let's... has to say. No. That was telling. <laughs> say, let's watch. Let's watch some movies. We're watch All right, movies. everybody. Let's get into so it. So we're about to get started on which one did we decide it to watch? Follows. For? It follows. Yes. Um, so our review. Do you know anything about it? Follows? I don't know anything other than what you've told me about it. What have I told you the about STD. it? STD. Well, the, there's like an STD. Well, that? we can get into that in the later well, I discussion. I want to preface before we start the movie, since some of us have seen it and some of us That's have true. not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's from like 2014. It's like a newer movie. It's um, an interesting talking point about this movie is I'm curious to see what you guys think the message is. Yes. Because it feels like it's trying to say something, and I have a controversial opinion, which I'll get into later, but it's very, I don't know. Metaphor. We love controversy here at Nurse Yeah, I've watched YouTube videos trying to unpack what they think the message is. It's still not clear. It's not clear. Um, But but it is a well Is it like the top spinning in Inception? Yeah, it's one of those movies where it's like there's, they leave a lot to interpretation. There's a lot of symbolism going on. There's a lot of, yeah, just like trying to find your own interpretation of it and i guarantee whatever message you think it has someone's gonna say no i'm wrong (laughs) that's my whole life that's everything (laughs) i'm a star wars fan i know what that's like (laughs) this is definitely probably the most art filmiest of our selections so we're gonna jump on we're gonna jump off watch it follows and then i mean you're not gonna notice it but as when we come back from this you'll hear our opinion So we just finished It Follows. Spooky. It, it, uh, yeah, that was yeah. something. How, how do we want to approach this, gang? Okay, so what do you guys think <laughs> that it was about? Yeah, Sorry, what I'm do you having think a fucking stroke over here, guys. <laughs> Technical difficulties. No, I'm just an idiot. Oh. Are we restarting? No, go, no, go oh, ahead. Oh, okay. I'm just falling on the ground. You're just, uh, it just like, just like <laughs> It Follows. It Follows. On um, the ground as, go as ahead. well, just like that does. Initial takeaway. I think that, to its detriment, it was too convoluted. Um, here's the thing. I don't think it was really convoluted at all. It just had a convoluted ending. It just was like... It had a convoluted... We don't know how to answer any of this. It didn't end. Right. Yeah. There was nothing going on throughout it that I wasn't like... You can say that the point is that it's never going to go away, no matter how much you try to allow it to, and it also kind of tackles the morality of okay, I have this thing. Do I choose to be selfish with it 
and give it to others to share my struggles with or do I just bear the burden forever? Which I think is also an interesting take on like STDs and the manner in which you address them. Yeah, so I think it's a really, I mean, from my point of view, I think it's easy to say that yes, it's, you know, about the, you know, you sleep with somebody, you pass it on, it's an STD, sure. But to me, it, that's less of the actual, I think that's taking almost the, the plot of the film too literally. I think truthfully, I think this is about carrying baggage with you. And I think it's about who you choose to let into your life and help you carry that baggage, which is by, you know, spoiler alert, obviously, by the ending, you see the two of them walking hand in hand. This is just kind of a uh, an acceptance of, hey, you know, whatever it is, you know, we're just going to keep moving. You know, you and me together, we're just going to keep moving through all of this. So I, I don't know. I think it's easy to look at it that way. But, you know, obviously they try to go really ham-fisted with some of the metaphors too so i'm glad you saw this movie before so you have had time to think those feelings out a little bit because that is not remotely where i'm at with the movie really yet. where are you at with the movie? um where am i at with the movie well first and foremost i'm going to describe the, the movie um to people listening so it follows it the story was a movie about a girl that had sex with this guy and i guess this guy was already he already was Cursed right? by this curse <laughs> yeah. in this movie, and it is a monster, and it's it, definitely a monster. It's, yeah, a monster, it's a monster, a demon or something that you yeah. see when you have sex with somebody that comes a shape shifting and monster. kills you. And not it, everyone sees it, but it can affect the environment around it. Yes, yeah. it's we've we've determined it's <laughs> we've determined it's physically there still. What's right. the matter, zombie yeah. brain? You got a maggot in your throat? Oh. <laughs> 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 um, I don't know. I don't know where am I at with it right now. I, I don't know. I think, I think, I think a lot of the setup for this film kind of gets you into that mind state of it's like, oh, okay. So the rules are you have to have sex to pass it on, right? Sure. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I think definitely taking taking it a little bit more away from that angle, you can just view it as like, okay, well, you have to engage and like share yourself with somebody, and you know that can be something See, that you know. A lot of the times, it's it's this fleeting moment, you kay. know. So you it's can, like. So you settle down and you live with it and you sit with it and you, you you carry it with you for a while instead of just trying to outrun it all the time. You can choose to tackle the hard things together or you can run alone forever. I don't know. <laughs> See, no, no. What you're saying is really, really good. It's really good. And I don't disagree with where you come to with that. What I mean by I'm not, I'm not Your there initial yet. Take, I haven't initial take gone off that movie was deep just like... into it. So where I'm at with the movie, it's, it is just face value what it was i didn't throughout none of that did i even start to postulate Uh what the meaning behind any of it was until the end where i was like what the fuck did it did a (laughs) what the fuck ending like oh there is no ending and i went oh what the fuck um but i mean i liked it i just don't think i have had the like like what you both just said (laughs) you're not telling me the first time you watched it your head was like Yes, no. this this is what it's a metaphor Stylistically, for. Stylistically, I was distracted by it because there's lots of good right. shots. There's lots of good music in it. Sure. Um, I want to know where Braden's at with this movie. Yeah, Braden likes this oh, movie yeah. a lot. So I, yeah. So I, I did watch a YouTube video one time that kind of informed what my current perspective of the movie is right now because they made a lot of good points about like the central themes of the movie because this movie oftentimes can be interpreted as like, you know, a, a STD film of like you know be careful with 
who you have sex with or like you know just be aware of the consequences of sex but like that's that could be like a surface explanation but underneath that it's more so about like loss of innocence because like there's a lot of scenes in the movie where people are like where like the kids are like reminiscing about younger days like the guy that she cue the guy she goes on a date with like mentions that he would be a nine-year-old because he wants to be able to like see like have the rest of his life ahead of him and so like sex is like a, a big central theme in the movie because that's one of the things that causes a loss of innocence mm-hmm. um but at the same time it's not like what the movie is about it's it's about like you know also just to notice that like the entire movie is from the perspective of like kids or young people or people who are like on that precipice of like teenager to adulthood and like adults are very sparse throughout this entire movie like if you notice like her mom actually shows up several times and is mentioned but do you just remember in the background any, the... do you remember any scenes where she was in I, I i when they were watching the movie the mom was sitting at the table like yeah and you never down. see her face you never see like there's a slight mention to the father but we don't know what happened to the father um but he's just like shows up in family albums and like the form the ghost took at the end was her father um like the guy throwing the that was a good catch by the her. way i didn't i didn't get that the first time around yeah, it's like one of those See, like blink and you I mean. miss it type things, but like <laughs> the guy that they show in the photo is the same guy who yeah, and it comes at. And like her sister even says like, "What does it look like?" and she says, "You don't want to know." Yeah. So because she didn't want to tell like that it's their dad, which I think I remember um, seeing something that like some people theorized their father like killed themselves or mm-hmm. something or some kind of gruesome. Jesus Christ! See, that's Did what I jump mean. Off the roof? Yeah, yeah, some kind of gruesome oh, end. Oh, that would dick out. Right, he might have been starcastic. <laughs> so what, Dad, put your dick away. What, what saw Greg's you mom kill yourself? for sure. <laughs> Come on. What then is is maybe the purpose of all the of the water imagery and the water symbolism? I mean, yeah, baptism. She's laying in the Could pool be. at the very beginning. Uh, the girl tries to escape into the lake, but she can't. She can't she's go any to further. Pure again. She's trying to be reborn. Um, yeah, is that? I mean, it, it, that's one possible. You know interpretation yeah i mean re you know like the the sensation of like being in the womb you know is like you know the birth uh but like being ripped from that i guess is like you know the original traumatic experience right so if i if we want to get really analytical with it i (laughs) could say like a few things to say water is like the element of change because it can like constantly cleansing and purifying yeah shift its form and like this monster is a shapeshifter can constantly change its form and the movie is also kind of about like the change from teenager to adulthood so it's, it's and, like, kind of water as a safety net but also water as like you know it's like this this hazardous thing right you know <laughs> as in what are you guys fucking talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so it follows yeah i i really do appreciate the soundscape and you know the the tension building is I, really well i liked this movie um I don't know if it did anything special for me, per se, just yet. If it's uh, clearly, I got a fucking milk on it. I don't even particularly like this movie. I think that. Okay. I don't. I what don't did, know why. What did you think? I just wish it had an ending. Yeah. Or at least we could. Did, there's too many like what I if. Wish that we could just like oh, man. Nothing you like and it would be solved. Overall. It was fine. It was fine. Yeah. I like a movie with fine. with a bad like not a bad ending but a negative ending. An open ended yeah. ending. They don't end up happily ever after. 
if it doesn't end well. Right. But for some reason, this movie just didn't, just didn't you know, tickle my spooky spot. I think it sp- sets a great Yeah, I don't know though. if I was spooked. It's a great I was, it, it knows um, how to build sus- the tension. The, 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 the psychological tension. Suspense, oh, yeah. suspense and tension definitely there. And I was into it. Like, at least I was into it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I was not scared by it. There were a couple moments uh, where you saw the creature coming in the background, oh, and the you were like, "Oh wait!" Oh well, yeah, I was having yeah. fun with it though. I was high, and I was just doing, like, "Oh my god!" Allegedly, allegedly. Yeah. One one other thing I wanted to bring up was, so you notice like the shell phone stuff. Yes. Do you notice how like it was kind of really hard to place down? Kind of a nebulous time exactly period, what time isn't period? They're old furniture, in? old like old games. furniture. They're watching old movies on an old TV like, set. Like it's not the, car the models 90s, are old. but it feels like it could be. And, and she's yet- on a weird phone. She's on a weird phone, which it's th- weird we're not even, even for sure that if... time. I've never seen a shell phone. Well, we're not even sure if that's a phone. <laughs> she's reading off of the phone, but we never see anyone. Use those to make calls. It looks like a mirror is what it looks like. Right. Like there's We're never a... given a specific date um, or or anything. I mean, it is kind of, yeah. I think, left up to be like... Yeah, it's in, it's intentional. Kind of a capsule piece. And I think, yeah, it's it's supposed to kind of like throw you off and make you a little uneasy of just like, you're not really sure exactly where this world is. It's almost like limbo. But like, yeah, yeah there's a lot of... Well, we need to do. Anachronism. We need to, to we need to find a way to figure out what movie they were going to see at the movie theater at the beginning. You that can pinpoint what when it was movies. You could just well, be was like, oh, it was during when How to Train the Dragon Two was playing. Well, so the, it's, it's June it's of two thousand fourteen. It's supposed to like not take place during any time period. There was like, an organist yeah, that was, was the playing. Music. What the fuck yeah. was that about? It was like the when, like when you go see a lot old of music. movie. Well, yeah. old movie theaters used to do that because there wasn't scores. But it seemed like they so were they going to like live, they would live uh, score movie movies. theater, yeah, until they got into it, and it was that guy. Yeah, that was weird. They would well, they would live score mo- movie theaters back in the day. Oh, and that's maybe what that this was. movie is deeper than I gave it credit for. Yeah, it's a lot of like show don't tell. On a second viewing, I definitely caught more than I did the first time around, and I appreciate it for for that. And uh, that yeah. your second view it just just now was your second. Yes. Yes. Yeah. This also, was my second. reading of the of the Greg character is way different this time around. This is I've seen this movie several times, but this time I was really like, oh yeah, Greg's kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah, Greg was a fuck boy. Yeah, he's washing his car right at the start. There's nothing creepier yeah, like, than a man can, that washes his own car. I mean, come right. on. <laughs> Shirtless though. Like you can definitely uh, tell he's staring at teenagers. He's kind of a player. He wants have sex with these two sisters he had already had sex with one of them which i find also, out later that was the first time i like i missed that the he, first he few kind of features. used this as an opportunity to get his means to an end but it's like you're not willing to take on the baggage of the person you're sleeping with you know it's just going to end badly for you at the end you're gonna die he ended her story yeah. mm-hmm. he got killed by his mom who was naked, naked. Yeah. and one they poop. were having sex oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And there's just like a lot of sexual undertones throughout the film you like, don't fucking say right. wait was this movie about sex <laughs> it, yeah. partially is that about what they were sex. doing what, were they having sex is that, is that what sex, sex was, was? <laughs> oh my god we were just, what? i did not get that at all <laughs> oh my god even just like the the, the forms that, that the ghost fun. or the demon or whatever they were takes, just swimming like, together like it takes like it takes the form of like the little children who were spying on her. I, I thought so that's who that was. I thought that's who that kid was. Yeah, that was the, the people that she knows. That was the same kid that was spying on her throughout the so wow. all connected. Why was the ghost pissing itself? It's another Dude, sex thing. Really like though, a fetish. Weird. <laughs> that was not great. 
Anyway, but she was just so, that one that was scene. Like a, just that uh, one scene. Showing dude. you that anyone can piss themselves. Yes, but even scary monsters pee their pants. So don't worry, kids. <laughs> even the scary monsters are peeing their pants. Uh, yeah. So that was yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot to take. I'm glad we started with a with a real modern. That was a fun one. Right. That was I had a lots, I had a fun time. Unpack, we had a fun sure. time watching You'll, that. You know, I, I know I thought about it for the first couple days after viewing it. I was just like, huh, okay. I hope a, I do. I hope it doesn't get blocked so, out by these next three movies. It, it, we're about fo- to watch. it follows that uh, we would naturally want to follow that up with a, a funny one. You know, we would want to lighten the mood a little. So All right. What's what's next up on the list? I believe we are doing Fright Night next. Fright Night is, is that the next, next one? Oh, I nice. thought it was Tucker. Tucker and Dale. <laughs> no, we're going to do the gentle, then we're going to do the really funny, and then we're going to do the traumatic scary one. Scary as fuck. The scary we one. We end on a high scary, note scary of scary. One. I love um, it. That was a fun thriller. That was a good. That was a good. That had scary uh, vibes. A nice sway to uh, wet our palates. Dip our toes. Dip our All toes. right. So I guess we'll. That was good. We'll gear up. We'll uh, yep. get ready. We'll put on Fright Night, and um, we'll catch you guys uh, when we start that. Any, any little <laughs> shout outs before we go? I love this movie a lot, you guys. This is one of those things that you put on, and you're like watching your friends watch it, and you're like, I hope they don't hate me, and they don't hate this. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Wait. Wait. Did you like it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I had a pretty good time with it. I had a good time with um, it as well. Right night, if anybody forgot, which Friday you probably night. didn't. We just transitioned to this. <laughs> um, it's a pretty uh, it was special something. movie for It was us. a very interesting movie. Uh, yeah. It, it, I don't remember a whole lot from the remake, but it definitely shared certain elements from it that I thought was fun. It's the yeah. whole, yeah, classic. My neighbor's a vampire, and nobody believes me. Yeah, <laughs> you it's know, and like you my get mom why has a date with a vampire him. if you're a Disney Channel. You totally get why nobody believes. He comes off, Fucking like I said insane. while we were watching it. Even though I know he's not bullshitting anybody, he, he, I wouldn't believe this he's guy. He's capable of being descriptive enough so yeah. that they believe him. He's just like. Oh yeah, I'm crazy now. I'm gonna light a thousand candles. Yeah, it's yeah, insane. yeah. Charlie yeah. is uh, he's a um, mess. So for he people, had quite an arc. he was at a hundred the whole time. He was, <laughs> he was. until oh, it, it mattered, and he was just like, "What do I do?" And then yeah. was like, I gotta step up. I guess. Yeah, literally, literally the whole movie. Yeah, in the remake, they made Peter Vincent a magician instead to like. Yeah, I kind of make it modern, but it was David Tennant, and it was. Just wildly oh, wow. different, dude. I would need oh. to rewatch that again because I didn't really. McLovin was Evil Ed, right? Right, was he was. <laughs> yeah, fuck me, dude. Evil Ed, what a character. Yeah, Evil Ed, yeah, yeah I saw that in theaters. Just 10, chewing up the screen years ago. Uh, this could... is kind of a sorry, just a, kind of a special movie for us because uh, I have a funny story about when I was first shown this movie. Um, it was on our second date uh, after I think what we went to the club, Howl at the Moon. We went right? to the club. We went to Howl. <laughs> you know where Halloween is. You know I do. And uh, we went there. We came back to our hotel, and uh, we watched about half of Fright Night in a pretty drunken stupor, and then uh, woke up the next morning and finished it. So because yeah, at three a.m. we got Denny's delivery. <laughs> nice. Um, it was. This movie has been with me like Denny's for in so the dark. Long. How long? When did you first watch this movie? When I was like twelve, and it immediately changed my life. <laughs> it um, kind of would. I mean, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's like a classic monster movie. It's camp, yeah. but it's, camp. it's got a lot of heart to it. I loved know? all the camp parts. One of my favorites is when he, I think he like 
calls him or something he's like i can see you and then it's like the music is like, that's good it's uh, so great oh yeah the whole scoring is uh just really great so yeah this movie is kind of a special one for us mm-hmm. um and yeah i i really enjoy it yeah and the practical effects did not disappoint you mentioned this was a practical effects movie and the transformation yeah, the scenes pra- the practical offense effects were fucking for 1985, those were tight. Yeah. Those were really Didn't cool to watch happen. They were all done by one they guy, were right? done. They were done, well, they were done by a team, but the guy, the main lead guy, Steve Johnson, was, like, 18 at the time, and he was, like, super innovative in the industry. So, like, he introduced, like, the hand being put back together was just, like, reverse wax melting. I was going to say, yeah, it kind of looked like that. Like that. Yeah. yeah. It was so cool. <laughs> I also love when the actors are trying to talk through their giant prosthetic mouths, and it's just so difficult. When Amy first turns around and you have that teeth reveal and it's just like, oh, God. The giant mouth one? Yeah, really. In that scene, she's wearing fake boobs and she actually donated them for charity at a horror convention. It's a whole thing. Like, that actress was completely transformed. How much were those hits? (laughs) I don't know. I wish I had them in my collection. Yeah, I love that, like, every actor is hamming it up as much as possible. Yeah, like, I could say I have not seen a performance like uh, Evil Ed in a long time. He just had no idea what this guy's deal was. Yeah, and when he became a vampire, at first when he was changing, I felt bad for him. Um, yeah, but like once and it happened, like, I was like, just kind of like, dick, yeah. oh yeah, this guy was meant to. He just this. wants to be a dick. He's, at yeah. this point. I really thought he was gonna get back up, and you like, got to give it up for uh, old Roddy as a uh, Roddy McDowell, yeah. Peter Vincent. He really. <laughs> he's, he's like old Hollywood. He was in the original Planet of the Apes movies. That was another character that, like, I had no idea where they were taking him. Mm-hmm. I thought he was gonna get murked. I thought like, he was gonna die. Was I in. thought Eddie was gonna kill him in that yeah. moment. Yeah. And when he lived, that's when I was like, okay, I, I think I know the tone. This movie, this is more Gremlins than it is. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's, it's true. Like the good guys get yeah. killed yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we. It was pretty cool though. Uh, my first, not my first, uh, steel pun. But I, I did get to shake the man uh, who played uh, Jerry Dandridge as well. You shook the man? <laughs> you just shook him. You are so attractive. You've I've met, met, like, met everyone in this movie. I've met, uh, God, uh, Chris what was I going to say? Chris Sarandon. the guy who he played, he played Jack Oh, okay. Kind of cool. Was yeah. to shake his hand and be like, oh, "You, you were very cool back then." Yeah, Billy Cool, the <laughs> assistant so guy. Now, still cool. <laughs> the guy who's like a ghoul, he's actually from Erie, Pennsylvania. Ooh. And he looks like somebody from Erie, yeah, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Boom! Hair. Crazy. The lost McFoyle brother. <laughs> Erie eyes. is a place where there seems like there'd be a lot of ghouls. <laughs> yeah, but it did have a sequel and it did have a comic book series. And the comic book series series is awesome because Ed comes back as like a, a womanizing rock star vampire. Oh, nice. I mean, yeah, Which I guess is... they did leave it in a way that he's still alive. Yeah, yeah, and they set up a for sequel. Some uh, like, I could definitely see how it would attain like cult status. Yeah, should we talk about the gay allegory of? <laughs> oh like yeah, the the neighbor trying to seduce him onto the dark side. <laughs> tons of tons of gay stuff. And he never here. gives in. He holds on to that fucking <laughs> that cross and he never lets yeah, go. Right. He yeah. says, get the fuck. I want it, but I don't. I think that's a movie that was definitely helped by its performances. Yeah. Like it could yeah. have just fallen flat and been just like an yeah, adult goosebumps. That movie. same movie with worse actors is a bad movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah. With worse everything, you can make or break a movie. But. So did he, did he fuck his girlfriend? I think he just changed her. I don't think he 
had sex with her. He bit he at her, to get but her. It's left. I mean, to it seems interpretation. Oh, then maybe I think he did. Then yeah. Yeah. We we actually did comment. I think that in in a funny way, almost this movie is kind of similar to I think what it follows. You know, tried to do with its you know the loss of innocence themes. It's right. like you know it is a coming of age story, and it is kind of a uh, you know. Yeah. Kind of like that. So they're teen horror, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, it literally starts with them about that <laughs> sex. I definitely felt and then they don't. the and then they don't. similarities between this and that one Disney Channel movie. Like My neighbor has a date, or my yeah. mom has a date with a vampire. Like, I can definitely see how that movie would be directly inspired from this movie. Oh, yeah. I think I think yeah. so many yeah, he almost modern his mom. vampire yeah. movies really he, do They kind of look similar, like the vampires. I think everything borrows from this whole, my neighbor's a vampire, nobody believes me. Disturbia starring Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. That wasn't about vampires, but- Very similar vibe. Inspired. Neighbors up to shady stuff that no one will believe you. Oh yeah, that's the other allegory, is that um, it's also about dealing with your neighbors. Yeah. Um, sometimes new neighbors- Don't get shit neighbors. Yeah, can really fucking suck. Your blood- <laughs> And maybe your girlfriend. Oh, and your mom. It's possibly your mom. <laughs> so that was Fright Night. So that was Fright I, Night. I'm so glad you guys enjoyed it because we, yeah, we make a tradition out of watching that. It's one. kind of a comedy. I think it's yeah, like it a was good fun. I think we, I think we're doing a great job with like escalating. If how serious the last one is, I think we did a really good job of. Because now we're gonna watch Hugger and Dale versus Evil. Oh which yeah, is we we have a nice just low funny. point yeah. before we yeah. ramp it back up into the until we get really scary. That it's super yeah. intense, but it's. It's pretty good. It's pretty creepy and spooky. I guess we'll see that. Especially right. if you haven't even seen yeah. any trailers I'm, or anything. Yeah. I'm excited for uh, the next movie. Well, gang, good, we're gonna we're gonna so get far. ourselves situated. We're gonna watch this next Wait. movie. Is that banjos out here? Here. Oh, oh. We're, ah. we're about to I'm see some to lovable hillbillies. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Braden, what's going on over there? He's having a zombie twitch. Oh, no. I can uh, feel the deliverance Oh, no, no. That's a heart. regular Braden twitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, doodles. Welcome back, everyone. Well, that was a fun, <laughs> fun freaking jaunt. So Tucker and Dale versus Evil was my choice uh, for tonight, and I thought it, you know, changed the mood in the in the room a little from the last. <laughs> it's so two. fun. It was more sure. funny than it was actually. The thing I like about that movie is um, it's many things. It's it's a bunch of movies in one, which I said while we were watching it. Like you said at the beginning, it's basically like two different movies going on. <laughs> right? They, they kind of meet in the middle along the way. The perspective shift. To become shift. A, a third yeah. movie. Right. Because you have just the love story and like the, the two guys hanging out, Tucker and Dale, <laughs> and then all the college kids are just in their own horror film. <laughs> <Yeah>. Absolute horror. <laughs> and like the to- how they film... Each of those different yeah, stories. Yeah, different perception changes. Others are so just like, what the fuck the whole time? And it just gets a real serious tone whenever the college kids are like trying to see we what's going on. We got your friend. <laughs> Keep escalating the action with Chad being like the biggest antagonist of them all. Just like, ready Chad to just... fuck up some hillbillies. <laughs> I think that's what I just thought was so smart about the movie the first time I saw it. was like it was just, it was such a twist on the, 
it on the genre. Flips the genre on its head. Yeah, the, 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 the creepy hillbillies are actually just normal dudes. And the kids perception. that are trying to survive have like no reason to worry about trying to survive. Well, yeah, like and... it's fine. And he goes, "We have to burn this place down." Actually, <laughs> like, or I love how it's always they're always at the right angle, so that whatever is going on, it looks like it. <laughs> like they, the Tugger and Dill had done it. Very farcical. Very kind of reminds you <laughs> of an old the, the kid that's stuck in the in the, in the wood chipper, like working him in the wood chipper. <laughs> they just see him from that angle as if he's sitcom pulling him down. Yeah. <laughs> The oh kills are, their kills are really fun. The kills are really fun. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I honestly find the way the main college kid, the, the most evil dude, went out kind of was pretty tame. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that. Disappointing for sure. Like, yeah. you kind of wish he was impaled when he fell out of the window, but. The other ones were just so dramatic. Yeah. Oh my yeah, God. He just kind of. Impaled and stabbing themselves. Has an allergic <laughs> reaction. Yeah, it falls out a window. The but, one, yeah, girl one girl got a, whole... a wood chipper to the face. You were going to the face. Weed to the face. She's grinded her up. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> so many good moments. Such a classic. Tucker and Dale are so charming. They work so well. <laughs> Great yeah. romance between these two, by the way. Yeah, Tucker is number one wingman. <laughs> yeah, those actors sell it. They, yeah, they sell it yeah. really well. Yeah, we got to give it up for Alan Tudyk taking all the big hits. <laughs> for real, <laughs> though. Really just getting assaulted <laughs> Yeah, when he when he uh, chases the bees cut. nest and he's chasing the kid. <laughs> that was my favorite thing. The first time I saw it, I still I laughed just as hard. I like because I had forgotten. I'd forgotten all like what the movie was even about. I was I forgot that like that's even how it went. Was that this college kid saw them as the murderers and. As soon as I saw the beehive, I was, it all came flooded back. I started chuckling before it just comes out so like fucking <laughs> crazy with the chest. Like it just makes sense. The Everything that's happening they, like, makes first sense. See them too, and they drive back and drive by in the car, and he's just holding the beer, beer like in the window. It's such like a beer. presentation of how they frame them. Yeah. Oh my god! And I, I like it's kind of like dark how the first kid that gets impaled, he like sees the bee. We start to like understand what was actually happening there just as he died. Like there wasn't just a bee in the woods anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like he's like a bee. Oh, oh I get it. Oh fuck. Uh, yeah. And it just gets more more and more nonsensical with how they accidentally kill themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. The one guy just shoots himself in the face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It kinda goes from like up. believable too. Ridiculous. Right. Yeah. Like we have a lot of kids to kill actually. Let's start like knocking <laughs> them off. Yeah, they essentially killed three at once at the end. It's like the girl gets her face chopped till one dude catches on fire. And then she's and just, just ready. She's like, let me sit down. I'm going to have my last ciggy. Let's just fuck it. I'm going to die anyway. She truly does kind of kill herself there. They tell um, her at the beginning. They're like, don't smoke those. You no, they're going to kill you. They're bad for you. And she goes, dying's bad for everyone too, but I don't see anybody stop doing it. <laughs> what a fun uh, time. I have a little uh, treat here if we want to get into this maybe before starting the final film. Sure. So we yeah. can get into the final uh, review, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, in our witching hours here. Absolutely. But uh, um, we have a horror trivia game, and uh, I would like to just ask some questions and see how well you guys do. That's kind All of right. fitting to what we just watched yeah. being like a trivia. It sounds fun. I love trivia. Do you guys consider they yourself trivia. like big horror people? Is this like a... Zero horror. Oh, yeah, oh, very man. little horror yeah. knowledge, oh, really, these at all. It's kind of range. I th- some of these are definitely more we can uh, try our best. intricate than others, and some uh, we'll, we'll just kind of uh, play it by ear and see how many you guys get, all right? So first first one to get them uh, shouts it out, all right? 
All right. This is fun, yeah. Here we go. So what horror franchise centers around a group of survivors who escape death and are killed one by one in freak accidents? Final Destination. That's correct, Braden. I was trying Very to wrap my head around that wording. I, almost, I, I was going to say the movie we just watched. Intentionally misleading. Very, very nice. Very good one to start off. Okay, uh, question number two. This is fun. What is the name of the demon group summoned by the puzzle box in the movie Hellraiser? The Cenobites. Correct. <laughs> Cenobites. I have never, never seen, seen Hellraiser. Cenobites, not Xenobites. The, the kinkiest horror movie. <laughs> yeah, very BDSM, isn't it? It's real, like, yeah. 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 A lot of leather. A lot of leather. And needles. <clears throat> what body part was the creature after in the movie Jeepers Creepers? The eyes. eyes. We'll call uh, that one a tie. <laughs> T hyphen I. Who is also known as Mistress of the Dark? Elvira. That is correct. <laughs> Elvira who? What's that from? Elvira, Elvira Mistress of the Dark. She's oh. like a horror host. A horror host. With the of, uh, oh, she's right there. Oh, oh, okay. You can see oh, her on yes. our shelf if you come and visit our she apartment. Come to our apartment. She do have the boobs. The are, we, are we playing to like what are we doing? Like what are we scoring? By? Well, I don't know. You you know a lot of these, so Just I want to see how many of these guys can get. <laughs> Give them like two two chances here to get it. All of us have one I because believe. you will de- yeah. you will definitely know this one. In the 1982 movie Basket Case, what does the character Dwayne carry in his basket? They just said they don't. On <laughs> <laughs> case. I just want to see a if brain. anyone knows. It is a brain plus the rest of his twin. <laughs> oh, my God. Good guess. His twin. <laughs> I would. I was going to say something like a hand mirror. His deformed monstrous twin. That's a, a obscure one. Not obscure, but... well. Good I guess. Wrong. I was not wrong. What 2012 slasher film is a story about an annual ritual sacrifice to appease the ancient ones? Is that the the, the woods, the cabin in the woods? Cabin in the woods is uh, correct. Another very meta horror film. That's a good one, though. All right, let's see. What is the name of the evil company in the Resident Evil franchise? Umbrella Corporation. Yep, you got it. That one's going to first. He got it first. Oh, fuck. I want to find one more good one. I want to find one more really good one to give you guys. Mm. We're not doing half bad. I didn't. Yeah, I thought I was not going to get any of them. (laughs) Final destination question. Like you had to wait till the very end of it. Yeah. (laughs) Freak accidents. It was all freak accidents. I live behind the log truck one daily. (laughs) (laughs) That's just like a reasonable fear. Real though, I'm always passing those bitches. (laughs) It's thanks to those fucking movies. Okay. The movie Psycho was the first American film to feature what? I answer. Maybe like a shower murder scene? Good guess. What What is your answer? A toilet flushing on film. That is correct. Oh, I heard that. <laughs> Trivia like, question before. She like, yeah. she like flushes money and it shows the money go down the toilet and that was the very first They've never According to this trivia game, before. Psycho was the first movie to feature a toilet. According to factual evidence. There is a murder in the shower in Psycho, though, as well. That is correct. right after the toilet flushes. Gotcha. And, and for a bonus point, okay. what Oof. is the name of the cat in Pet Cemetery? Gerald. <laughs> church. It is church. <laughs> Would have never guessed. This game was rigged against you from the start. I, but you we realize. didn't do half bad. We didn't do half bad. 
Or no. No nurture in the dark. Die. <laughs> that, that was the in the dark section because we didn't know any of that. And we did yeah, have, yeah. not have that. There was your in the dark segment for the night. Is, this a collective, is Terrifier a collective in the dark thing? I've oh, never yes. heard of Terrifier. We, we, we yeah, Brayden and, and I have never we seen We are it. also going to go into the dark now. We are dimming the lights. Ooh. We are will be buttering the popcorn for our final feature. Ooh. Terrifier. Thank you. Is there any kind of intro you want to give us about Terrifier? Or should we just say, fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. We'll see everybody at the, uh, at the end of the next movie, Terrifier. We have just completed our fourth and <laughs> final movie of the day. Ooh. And what did you guys think? This was a very different one from any of the other ones that we yeah, watched. Very gory. Sure. I found it kind of like our kung fu marathon, yeah, where, where we ended with like the most gruesome <laughs> graphic one, yeah. of the of the bunch. It's yeah, this one was it. graphic. Yeah, it had the most graphic scene of probably the whole. What was yeah. your thing. favorite? What was my favorite murder? That's yes. a reasonable question to ask, right? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I mean, I think the one that really sticks with you is the girl that gets yeah. sawed in half yeah. by no, her vagina already, like, all the way like, through Whoa. her body. Even when they just reveal her and her, like the way her legs are like shaking, like she's oh, yeah. absolutely like freaked the fuck out as she should be in that moment. <laughs> yeah, that like hit me pretty hard. Do you guys love Art or do you love him? Is that his name, Art? Art the, Art the clown. clown. Art the Clown. Okay. Yeah, he's great. I didn't know that. He was very expressive, which was super funny. Yeah, <laughs> and creepy. Very of course. creepy. <laughs> like, I didn't know if he was going to stay that kind of stern look that he had at the very start, but then he, right at the restaurant, he got freaky, so I was like, oh, yeah, this- which I didn't oh, yeah. like. You didn't like? I, well, I, I liked it, yeah, but yeah, I didn't like it. Was it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was scary to see, for sure. Um, Fun fact, the guy who played Art the Clown actually studied under the guy who played Robbie Rotten in Lazy Town. Nice. Wow. Like he studied like see the, the, the inspiration. Yeah. Physicality. Where that draws from. <laughs> Rest in peace, King. Yeah, didn't he murder that girl on Nashville? Ew. Robbie Rotten. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't follow Yeah, he tries the to murder seasons. them all the time. All the time. All the time. This whole Lazy shit. Town got dark. <laughs> Lazy Town got crazy town. Um, Yeah. I mean that I was I was scared. Luckily, it mo like I don't know. There were moments of levity, I guess, where I could. He laugh. was trying to. Equal I could laugh for at you. it. He was trying to bring the levity, but he couldn't ride a bike for shit. So no. <laughs> they also like. I feel like once we see a girl get her body sawed in half, the rest of the deaths weren't as like can't get worse than that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, clunk with a hammer. Yeah. Like okay. those were so Shot bad. That I was like. That guy's whole skull just obliterated. Just completely nice. busted him up. Yeah. yeah. There was a lot of really gruesome, gruesome graphic. Yeah. Graphic. And, and you want to, you know, it accredited all to mostly practical effects, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Practical when effects. He's in the were great. at the end and his eyeballs hanging out the back of his head. Mm -hmm. oh my gosh. That's nuts. <laughs> the, the cinematography is very interesting. It's kind of got that. Well, it all feels very claustrophobic, doesn't it? Yeah. Makes you feel like you're actually trapped in the, the back setting rooms was very... with this guy. It also <laughs> feels like there's a filter over it. Like there's some kind of yeah. grainy, like dark filter. They that gave they it the use. same kind of filter that I feel like the college kids had in Tucker. Like whenever it would go to them, it was just yeah. that like <gasps> ambiance, <laughs> but it was more serious in this. But... I, also, I also do like how the plot was essentially just like 
we go in here and we're trapped with this killer clown. We call our friends to help us get out. We die before our friends show up. Our friends show up. The clown chases <laughs> yeah. them. I'm, I did not think the first like dark haired girl was gonna Good. die. Like literally, probably halfway in, maybe a little yeah. over halfway, just fucking dead. She made it a long time. She made Got it a, a long time. Trick. She She's... tried to fight him. She definitely put up the best fight. And like you just stumble up, like like. What the fuck was that lady that lived in the house's yeah, deal? What was that about? I really she, thought she that was she was going to be like the face lady. Yeah. Because yeah, she was yeah, just crazy enough. Yeah, feel like that. Yeah. Also, like, then she just got wrecked too. <laughs> why, why did she become, like I get her face was eaten off and that was traumatic and probably made her insane. But why did she like kill that one lady? Yeah, at the very start. I feel like she got her face eaten off and it was really traumatic and she went out of Yeah, she, she just got, became insane. That's she saw all of the massacres in that building. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Seeing your sister with that circus sign strapped to her in her face, just like Seeing not her there. friend cut it half. The lady was also a bitch. <laughs> yeah, that lady did make fun of her after the fact. Worst yeah. actor Yeah, in the definitely. Movie. Sorry. Uh, so, so holding out for wait. Terrifier 2, right? It's right? fun, too. <laughs> what, was, what, were, what were your the favorite movies of the evening? I guess which movies did you enjoy the most i mean it's always good i i love the fact that i've seen three more movies than i've ever seen today what was my favorite that's tough because i did i really did enjoy They're so different each one of them in their own right. right and they are all different in genre and you know i think uh even though they're all classed as horror films you know it kind of shows there's a very broad spectrum to all that it same thing we found out when we did the kung fu marathon right um I don't know. I guess Fright Night would probably be my favorite one we watched today. Aww. Yeah, cool. I think that that one was probably... It, w it was fun, yet interesting. Right. I'd have to agree, because I've seen both It Follows and Tucker and Dale versus Evil before. Um, so I was just, like, re-watching them this time. And, like, they were still funny, and, like, I did catch things that I missed and stuff. But Fright Night was the freshest experience. Yeah. And, like, one that, like, you could have a lot of fun with it's a piece from its time too. like it really felt very 80s with so terrifier 80s. but terrifier yeah. is just a i was just you, scared the whole time yeah. i wouldn't like watch a... it again not because i thought i didn't like it because it was fucked up and scary and yeah, i don't watch that kind of shit usually <laughs> it almost feels like a fright night should have been kind of a bigger cult film in its own right you know i i feel like you don't hear about it as much today in, right in the cultural as you, know. you do like lost boys Definitely, yeah. Which I think Lost Boys is great, but I don't know. Bright Night. Bright Night came out like two place. years before it, also. Yeah. I would say out of all the movies we've watched, the like the one I genuinely found the scariest was the, the uh, Terrifier. Yeah. It just seemed like at any moment anything could happen. That Whenever the, you make that a, a, a portion. Yeah, that was the only movie that made me like look away from the screen sometimes. Cause I was like, <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't want to see what's about to happen. <laughs> I'm glad you liked it so much. I think I'm the only one that hasn't seen any of yeah that yeah, we how watched are you today. Brent is terrified. <laughs> you went, we can't can sleep tonight. Honestly, I expected the terrifier to be a lot more scary, but it was just more gruesome, which gruesome. is always a, a comedy for me. Honestly, <laughs> it's so fun to see what they do with effects. You're like, they were getting sloppy right. on the set. But honestly, they were probably out of just. The types of movies that they were probably the four best. It was fun. It was eclectic and it never got dull. We saw a lot of people it's get like fucking murdered today. <laughs> yeah. For sure. A lot we of murders. Up with our own theme. A lot of crazy performances. Yeah. 
Yeah, a lot of like standout performances. Honestly, like I think the guy that plays the clown in, in Terrifier was very so that's good. so interesting. I also think the the main vampire guy in Fright Night, he like stands out yes. as like a Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. I really love Chad. Uh, Chad and Tucker and yeah. Chad. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. unhinged uh, behavior. Completely that actor went 110. And Paul. That twist at the end. Oh, and Paul. Paul. oh yeah. Paul. And, and a shout out to Paul. Paul got laid. He's the Paul got laid lead. by the end. Paul got his good play. had some good cuck Not moments. Not once, yeah. but yeah. Twice. twice. Two different people. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. He also had sex with a prostitute. That's true. Good old Paul. Did he? We but don't. did he yeah. though? But did he though? Well, I think that's what they're implying. I think so too. He was visiting women of the night. Yeah, oh, yeah. To it's... pass it on, just like how she fucked some people on the boats. He, he... Right. Oh, that was. I still but don't. Did she? But did she? I still don't get <laughs> that. I mean, he could have been driving past the ladies of the night and just chickened out. Yeah, I feel like, like that's a very Paul sure. thing to do. That is a very Paul thing to do. Like going to show us the sex scene with Paul. Right. So show bad. us the Paul cut. <laughs> Or uncut. Thank you guys for having us on tonight. Thank and, uh, you for coming out. To thank you for hosting us. us. Yeah. yeah, it was. I'm glad we were able to do all we're this. We're happy to be your whole host. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. You got to be on the show again, but definitely got to do another for next year. Maybe the Halloween episode. Yeah, but yeah. See how this edits, and uh, we'll figure it out and do it again sometime. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Do you guys got anything you want to leave off with for the show? I didn't think of an ending quote. No. It's your show, I mean. Yeah, I usually just end it with uh, follow us on Spotify and uh, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Would you say that it follows you on Spotify? It follows It follows us on Spotify. We also have an Instagram all right. Well, I feel like then. we got to end it on a joke or something. Well, Smash I started... that like button. <laughs> subscribe. Ring yeah. the bell. Good YouTube night. YouTube has been unsubscribing people. I don't know why. I don't know. That's what they say at the beginning of the videos. So uh, click it yeah. again. Oh. So you have to subscribe. Keep to subscribibing. Just Keep don't stop. Tell your friends to subscribe. We're going to have t-shirts yeah. coming out soon. Uh, I don't know. We'll keep you posted on anything that's new. But good night. Sleep tight. And uh, don't let the shit bugs bite. <laughs>